behind me. This is why I love the fall so much. Falls over. Like, we get it in a short, short amount of time. Falls it over. over. It's it is over. It's Halloween and it's time for snow. Uh, yeah, literally know? snow on Halloween. So that's here's the, the spooky surprise for Halloween in Chicago: snow. Yeah, <laughs> spooky, scary. Like accumulating snow. At first, this morning, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be fine. It's not gonna stick." And then, pretty fun. And then stuff. it just wouldn't stop. And then yeah. it just wouldn't stop. Yeah. Um, I personally was like, "This is great." Uh, oh, you're you're a snow lover. I'm a huge snow lover because I okay. even though you know lived here for like ten years ish at this point, uh, in the Pacific Northwest, snow is a bare a, a rarity. Like sticking snow, especially, is okay. a rarity. Okay. Um, and then for all of the mountains I lived near, I didn't ever really do snow things. Like it was so I really only got snow. Like we got like three or four snowstorms in my childhood total that had like oh, enough yeah, to yeah, really yeah. have a couple fun days of snow. But otherwise, that's fair. Snow would that's go fair. disappear very quickly. So I'm a I'm a yeah. little snow boy. I don't I don't mind the snow as much as I dislike the early snow. Yeah. Because yeah. once it snows the first time, it's it. It's over. It's winter. Yeah. I wonder how much this is affecting uh like trick or treating. You know, that's the thing. That's the, the, the most worrying part of it is Yeah, yeah. Parents are gonna be like, Okay, we can go for eh, we'll go for a couple an hour and then it's like thirty minutes, they're like, Okay, let's go. I'm cold. Parents, just drink a little bit. Just a little bit, like have like a little yeah, hot toddy yeah, in yeah, your yeah. mug. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you'll be fine. Honestly, that's a great you'll idea. You'll be fine. Honestly, if you're not drinking while walking your kids around neighborhood streets, what are you doing? That's never something I that crossed my mind because no kids, but that makes sense. That makes sense. Something I learned from my parents. They were like, yeah, whenever we were with you guys in like a public place for multiple hours, we would just like put some Baileys in our coffee that morning as we were like getting, you know, so we'd have it like around the fair. (laughs) And I was like, that's smart. Smart. We're probably a lot more fun that way. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Welcome back to the DMGT podcast. I am your host, Danny. And I'm a host, Spencer. Spencer, what are we talking about today? What's on the dock? What do you want to talk about? Well, Danny, I wanted to talk about a couple things, but first I think, and maybe in the middle at some point, or just all at once, Mm. we're going to talk some video games. A little bit of video games. Just a little bit of video games. Not a ton this week. Continue. Uh, But you've played some games I have not played, so we're going to talk about them. Uh, Yeah. But then we'll talk about the M3 chips. Uh, Apple had a scary fast event, which I don't, eh, I didn't, I don't like that. Uh, just like it, it was, <laughs> it was a thing that made me want to re like research it less. Uh, that's, that's, fair. I don't that's need fair. a company to be cute anymore. I'm just done with it. Just be brazenly a company. Don't try to be cute. Uh, you were just saying that you wanted them to have fun with stuff. Yeah. But Literally not, not a month ago, not in just aping Halloween to sell me new computer okay, fair, chips. Fair, fair, I mean, have fair. fun in a big way. Like, just become a lunatic. Or okay. just actually just be Apple and stop. Okay. And also, okay. I will say, I'm going to flip-flop on this again. I, 
promise you that's, that. Okay. I okay. promise you that. I'm always going to flip say, flop. I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> uh, but we got some new M3 chips. They seem insane. And also, hey, RIP Touch Bar. Thank Rip. Thank God you're gone. I disagree. Disagree, <laughs> but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, and France may be switching to 4K HDR for TV broadcasts, which is kind of really cool and insane. So we'll touch on that yeah. a little bit. Uh, and we'll talk about an AI executive order from the Biden administration about uh, not about like saying we now have an AI by executive order, like like a robot kind of thing. It's not a Terminator situation. It's yeah. trying to prevent one. Um, and Danny's has some thoughts about uh, who wrote it. I sure do, because I read it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Danny. Not a human. <laughs> Well, don't spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh, Danny. So tell me about first off, I want to hear about Alan Wake because I want to get it like I'm already sold on it, but I haven't talked to anyone who's played it at all. It is. Um, so I'm only like an hour in. Um, so pretty much pretty much just the beginning. But right away, it just this is. A weird video game. And it starts off like it knows it, and I and I think I, I appreciate that. Like right off the gate, it's yeah. hitting you with like these weird kind of I don't know what's the word like almost Victorian style like goth scenery, but like in a very like almost pompous kind of a little bit mm-hmm. like dark kind of like Control. Is. I mean, kind of like all of Remedy's video games are. Dude, in, in, you know in how way. much I love Control. Like control is one of my favorite video games of all time. Like yeah. firmly. It's it's a great game. Yeah. It's a great game. That's that's a base take. Um so it starts off strong right okay. away with, with that. It is taking a dual protagonist approach. I'm fine with that. So you know that from the from the front, which I I think I like. It's kind of giving us a couple of different angles I mean, uh, of things. Last of Us Part Two uh, is maybe my it, favorite. I I love like Dual protagonist you did, done right. You did, you, you did like that one a lot. Um, and it's it might be the prettiest game of the year for sure. Visually, it is a stunning game to look at. I'm very excited to play it. I'm glad that I, and I, you're enjoying I, it in the first hour. I'm like in an hour in, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. It's going to be a little spooky. There's definitely a little bit. It, it feels more thrillery than horror, even though there are definitely like some horror elements right, here. Right, right. Just because I, it's like mind twisty, just right away with like, I can't really explain it so much without like giving you visuals, but it's like kind of, uh, I don't know, twisty, yeah, twisty and, and like kind of weird. Have you played the original Strange. Alan Wake? No, I actually okay. I played a little bit of the original one, but I've mostly just looked at YouTube videos before this. Yeah, I might go back because they like re-released it. It's supposed to be a good re-release. Uh, and Danny, I will say Alan Wake and finishing Spider-Man 2 is, has made me order a travel hard case for my PlayStation 5, and I will be bringing it on my work trip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've made the decision. That's amazing. I will be checking my luggage, and I will be carrying on a PlayStation 5. <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. incredible. So, okay, so you're I'm, so you're really liking Spider Man. I'm really All liking right. Spider Man. I also want to play Alan Wake, and also, you know, I will be alone for a while. 
in the evening. So yeah, lots of video gaming to be had. Yeah. soon. That's that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's very fun. So uh, super initial impressions. Big thumbs up. I don't regret right away uh, it at all. So. Uh, I'm excited for it. Some people are like saying hey, this might be a sneaky game of the year contender. It's getting really, like, really good reviews. And I'm excited to like really get into it. Yeah, it's getting strong reviews. Uh, and I think it's like, a, it's like a focused story game, and a lot of the contenders this year are huge. Yes. You know, like this is a game that you can play in probably what thirty, like like similar control. It's like you yeah. can max out the content forty. 50 hour yeah which almost the same amount of time as spider-man actually i i platinum spider-man in less than 30 this one's significantly easier to to platinum so i gotta i i'm gonna once a new game plus is out i'm gonna go back and do um do it on like new game plus with uh the ultimate difficulty just because i do think the combat is improved enough where it's like oh this is gonna be satisfying to do on the highest difficulty yeah, I mean, honestly, it might be a little tough because they really do throw a lot of freaking bodies at you. Yeah, you basically like if you're not using your gadgets, you're you're screwed. You're you're screwed. You have to. Use your yeah, gadgets. there's a lot of uh, it kind of feels a little bit like how Armored Core feels in the sense of like resource management in fluid mm-hmm. combat where you constantly have to yeah. be like, literally, whenever this is ready, I have to use it instantly. Yeah, like, yep, yep. uh. And if you're not doing that, you're not playing it to its full capacity, and it's stressful yeah. as hell. <laughs> it's fun. It's man. really I, fun, I had, but I, it's have, I had a lot of fun. Fucking with it. stressful. <laughs> it is. It's just like when you're like, oh uh, shoot, because you have to release. You can't have. You can't just hammer down both and just click the different things. You or no, like go back. One like if you're doing yeah. one, and, like this doesn't cancel that. Uh, you have to unrelease. Like it. It's a little dance. I think that's better. That's that yeah. was my one real no, complaint fun. about the combat in uh from from the from the PS4 and Miles Morales where it's like the the gadget wheel. I just I'm not a fan of the wheel menus. Yeah, I I mean as it, much as I love Baldur's Gate 3, the wheel menu is like literally the only thing that I'm like ah, I just don't love I, that. It is and it's also like the task of trying to refactor it on a controller. Like I've I've done it like once or twice to to see if i'm i'm like could i just redo it so yeah. i make sure that this is exactly how i want it and then i'm like i'm never gonna do this this is this is like a math problem <laughs> yeah it's um night and day difference i would say with mouse and keyboard so i would recommend doing that honestly it's insane i could easily plug into mouse and keyboard with my current setup and i don't know why i haven't done that yeah it's more it's much more literally um, looking at the usb ports <laughs> i can see them it's crazy because it's literally more more like uh, like Diablo in the way it's set up. So it's like a bar, a menu right, bar which at the like bottom. Makes so much more and sense. it's just like the ability icons, and that's it. That's it. You just click them. Yeah, that seems fun. Uh, so Danny, you played another spook. You're you're really spooking out in the Halloween out. season, and you're not the biggest spooky game no, guy. No, I'm not the biggest spooky game guy. You're. What would be the opposite of a spooky game guy? Probably cozy gamer, but I don't. I don't know if I'm all the way. You're not cozy all the way cozy. I do like cozy games, but I'm not all the way cozy yeah. gamer. No, you're not. I mean, you are cozy just to be around, though. I think everybody would say that. Oh, 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, you're not a cozy gamer. Uh, you're in the middle. But Danny, you're playing another spooky game. And this is the big reason why you got the most blinged out iPhone you could get. Uh, definitely, the, it was it was reason. for work, for the work that we do on this channel, mm-hmm, not because mm-hmm, 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 you mm-hmm. always get it no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, I just down- downloaded the uh, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8, that just released literally yesterday. It was finally available. And this is specifically only available to the iPhone 15 Pro. If you try to download it on any other device, it says you can't. Um, which, a little weird, but also it's kind of like locking a game down to a modern console instead. So I get it. Um so I've been playing that. Uh, runs surprisingly well. Uh, it runs <laughs> and it looks and it looks. I like how you you just, start saying something. Eh, well, can I actually say the ex- this? The experience of having a AAA video game on your phone natively is just cool to experience. I think like loading it up and like it's like oh this is this is. Of the full last yeah. game. If I wanted to, I could plug this my phone into the TV and just like I'm always using like a Bluetooth controller whenever I game on my phone, because um, that's how I game like for when I remote play for for the PlayStation um, and for uh, Game Pass as well. There's like a bunch of settings you can like you can change the resolution. There's like a a bunch of configuration and like graphical video settings that I was not expecting mm. at all. It feels much more like a PC gaming experience rather than like a console gaming experience. Interesting, which is very strange because you can you could I'm I'm telling you you can change level of detail for shadows for uh, textures for upscaling and upsampling. It's specifically to Apple. It's Metal FX and not DLSS. Um, but like it's all of those config like it's a long screen of like different settings that you can like scroll through and and, and toggle, uh, which is cool. It's giving you like flexibility to like kind of tune in your experience. I will say that the vast majority of them today uh, don't really do all that much. <laughs> yeah, so okay. I was like, <laughs> kind of I was literally going, "What the fuck? How's it doing all this shit?" <laughs> uh, I think it's it just it's it feels very much like a PC launch of a mostly functional game, but still just needs performance patches. Right. It needs it needs multi. I think it needs a couple of performance patches because it looks very good. I'm surprised. Like I took a little bit of a, I took a screen recording, and it looks like I'm playing on a console um, until you start seeing like the frame drops and everything right. uh, like that, and it chugs down to like twenties, maybe high teens at, at times. Um, but it looks good. It sounds really good. Um, I haven't plugged in like my AirPods to see like how the, uh, spatial audio implementation is like, that's the part that I'm a little bit more excited about. Uh, because for gaming specifically, I think spatial audio makes the most sense on it than any other, uh, use. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe movies as well a little bit. Um, don't buy an iPhone for video gaming, obviously, but now that that's like a viable option things i think get a little bit more interesting because it's like are there going to be some games now where i'm going to be like i'll just get that on my phone because this feels like a and now you know me i'm more of a handheld yeah. portable to go gamer and this might be a real viable way i mean if it, it all just depend on developers making the games available i mean legitimately if 
a cell phone, like if you take the um the like one two punch of screen technology, foldables where you can have, you know, multiple experiences and and really get to a closer to a tablet size, like the types of adapters that are so easily created now for like a controller if they can get to a point where it's not that hard to translate your game to the mobile format like at that point it is truly like the entire world is in your hand because for people who game with a pc or a console mobile gaming is just an other type of gaming but if it just becomes a, a pathway that you can just do all gaming with like that's a really insane thing that's like the last it's frontier yeah almost <laughs> like it's uh once this gets patched this will perform this already runs better than a nintendo switch does it already outperforms a nintendo switch in my opinion <laughs> that's crazy it's pushing resolutions uh, almost at 4k you can you can play it, it doesn't run very well but the resol- like I was playing at that uh, 1080p. The Switch doesn't even barely runs 1080p. Right. And certainly not a game like Resident Evil Village. No. And only it would be so, 1080p only if docked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is and this is like cutting edge because it's only available on the 15 Pro. So these chips and like we're we're gonna talk about the M3s here in a second too. Like this is the the rate that Apple's progressing with, and I think this is part of their gaming end game. Uh, mm. Where 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 they're going to be headed, and I think, I think in general the gaming space needs to pay attention a little bit more to what Apple's doing because the Apple hasn't like properly disrupted anything in a while, and I think gaming might be the space that they're they're going for. I mean, if they and I don't I don't I don't think anyone's really like watching that. If they can actually pull it off, which like they it sounds like a decent first step like yeah probably would be better had they patched it a couple more times before releasing it's like also for something so exclusive and also so new it's weird that why why release it in a state that's not as optimized as possible because that's like yeah kind of apple's thing that they try to do on a launch of something kind of yeah. new or whatever but yeah it's more of a capcom than anything i guess yeah and yeah but it's like why wouldn't you just if you're apple like it's a game that's already out and played by most people you know what i mean like why why not just wait a couple more weeks who would have cared yeah yeah (laughs) like uh like they could have had a home run instead of like what sounds like this will probably be like a double I think they wanted they wanted to get this ahead of like the holiday holiday push for like gamers that are also like looking yeah. for the new iPhone. Maybe that's why because otherwise like yeah, we're pushing um 5 weeks since the iPhone 15 launch. Right. And it's just releasing now, so I, I think I kind of get that from that perspective, but uh I think the uh the only other note that I'll add is that games that are specifically built for mobile definitely run better and look better they like run really i've been playing a little bit of madden mobile Mm -hmm. runs like a like a dream it's runs great but it's obviously like the textures and the models and the character and players and all that are like oh this is definitely built for mobile because it's got to be supported on multiple devices um once they figure that out that it's this thing's gonna be fine so um 
yeah, I'm excited for the the potential here. And it doesn't even have to be Apple specifically. It could be like other Androids or whatever, but like, like other devices and Android devices have tried this before in the past right. and to not so much success. If Apple pulls it off, I don't know. Again, it's an expensive thing to purchase just for gaming. But again, you're already buying a phone. Right. Most people are already buying a smartphone. And if it can also do that and you upgrade, consider the cost of like, at at some point five years down the line, is this replacing your need for a Switch or a Steam Deck? Crazy to say it right now. And again, all depends on developer and player support. But I don't know. I, I think that possibility is not as far-fetched as it may seem right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think also with just how quickly they seem to be iterating on their chip like yep. like once they got into the game like they have not been fucking around um so danny tell me a little more about the m3 chips and like how this makes you feel having just bought a brand new iphone and knowing that you're already outdated because they're releasing new chips for stuff i mean it's <laughs> just kidding <laughs> you don't have to I mean, we know yeah, 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 yeah. you're fine you're fine you're fine <laughs> we don't have to go into it <laughs> Don't make me think about it. Um, mostly marginal upgrades across the board, except for the high end, the M3 Max. Right. And the M3 Max is, a, I think it's like a massive jump. Uh, we're talking 18 cores on the CPU and 40 GPU cores. That's a lot of this cores. Is like, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of power. So it's pushing like... All the they, they talked a lot about it like ray tracing and like code comp compilation and graphical editing and 3D modeling and medical modeling and all of that. Um, yeah, these are big jumps. They are specifically well, what's interesting is that they were specifically targeting um performance jumps compared to the M1 family, which is the MacBook Pro that I have. I bought the, the first version of the M1, uh, M1 Max. Um, and I think it's because it's because of a couple of things. I think the M2s have not sold quite as well as they mm -hmm. as Apple's hoping, but that's because most people that had already moved to Apple Silicon already had an M1. Did it make sense to upgrade to an M2? Or they're still holding on to the Intel devices for whatever software support or program support that still wasn't available when the M1s came out because they were still like a solid six months to a year where. Right. Uh, you know, the software and products were like transitioning over to Apple Silicon gets all new code base and, and architecture. Um, that's not so much of a problem anymore. So I think that's why they're targeting like 60% performance jumps on like code compiling or video processing and all of that across the board. Uh, they didn't go specific into like each one. They They mostly stuck with like Relative, like if you took like average performance of like all the the M1, the M1 Pro, and the M1 Max, the M3, M3 Pro, M3 Max, which are the three new right. ones, is what they were like comparing across the board. But on the high end, um, they like straight up name dropped like um, Baldur's Gate three. They're like we're get, we're hitting high frame rates on Baldur's Gate three with the ray tracing and the high fidelity. We're, they were talking about it like a GPU launch. Uh, mm. almost does which is interesting although they didn't like commit all the way through because they just kind of kept it vague with statements like that so once these are out in the wild and people are doing uh benchmarks for it i'm interested and here's my apple 
fanboy, glazing, stupid part of my brain. Okay. I fucking want the black MacBook Pro, man. <laughs> the black MacBook Dude, Pro. I want the black MacBook that Pro. There hasn't really like been that option. I've I've literally wanted a black MacBook Pro for 20 years. You know what? I think that was like MKHB's the reason he's been like putting out there they they probably were like, "Hey, like what would you want?" And he's like, "Fucking Matt Black, obviously." Give me a fucking black. Give me a black Mac. MacBook Pro. Like think about think about how many like cool rap lyrics could be created from a black Mac. Like uh it's yeah, it's like yeah. very rappable. Uh, like, cause I, I thought about the Earl line, uh, in the back of a black Acura and I'm like, black Mac, you can start Damn. really yeah. throwing some polysyllabic rhyming there. <laughs> That'll be fun. I can't wait for it. I mean, it's, it's going to hit and they look good, man. I think they look really smooth. good. Uh, smooth. It's, it's, I, do I need it? Absolutely not. Or my, this Mac right now is like, is cruising. It's still so we're pushing three years to this purchase, and I'm like, this might be my favorite tech. It still yeah. might be my favorite tech purchase my, of all time. It has my done six, everything that I needed. Six-year-old, five-year-old MacBook Pro is sounding like it's about to explode this entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, because you're still on an Intel. You're still on an Intel. Yeah. Uh, dude, if you just went like M1 basic on an Air or something, yeah. you would see a night. Oh, no. We're, like me and Christine have literally discussed she was she was like well this is kind of your laptop because i use the ipad and you don't use the ipad and so like yeah we can trade it in i was like mm, interesting interesting it might be time Could it be might done. be time spencer be um it works really well i think just in general again the pros are always the, uh, like targeted towards like creators of some kind if you're a musician producer videographer editor coder all of that um yeah it's gonna it's gonna fly especially if you're moving if you're coming from an intel based machine in any capacity and you're gonna go m3 either probably pro or max you're you're pushing what 10 times improved performance was what they were talking about 11x performance it's insane uh improvement over intel based max uh nuts nuts now do you think like within the next couple m generations are they going to be able to cuz you know kind of thinking about the the Apple bet on gaming right like they've been specifically bringing up gaming in some capacity yeah. in the last yeah. like year or two of their events um do you think as they iterate on it are they going to try to figure out how to fold in more of the Intel and AMD type of processing so that it's easier for game developers to like be able to work with the mac like are they going to try to do what like playstation did after the four or after the three being such a hard platform to develop for making it easier on the five or the four and the five right do you think yeah. like do you see that uh i think it's happening I think it's ha actively happening. Uh, so what they're specifically doing with the M chips is on the gamer side, mm -hmm. there there's a game game mode that the chips automatically switch over to to prioritize like graphics processing. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly how that translates to like usage or for or development, but they have spoken about it in the past. 
Um, and, and I think that's the whole reason why, like they brought in Hideo Kojima earlier this year. Yeah. Literally the, their, their spring events, they literally brought him in and he was like, yeah, this new chip set or whatever, like it was not that bad to develop for. It was actually kind of easy. And that's why our games are coming out on it now. It's very interesting. Like, like if they can make, you know, a move for broad compatibility that takes very little developer effort. Like if they can find that type of switch, you know, like like if they can really figure that out, like that really opens up an entire new world of consumer to especially their like computers. Yes. Like specifically, yes. like because their computers, their big thing has always been, you know, for like editors and fo- videographers and all that, because they know they can't talk about anything. There's nothing else to sell it as (laughs) like you know what i mean like there's literally you couldn't sell it as a video game thing even if like raw power wise it could be that it just never has so it is i mean yeah they really seem to be going wait what's the biggest stream of enter like revenue in the world basically oh the video game industry yeah we should probably fuck with that more (laughs) yeah yeah start getting involved a little bit more uh and it makes sense i think ted lasso the game (laughs) Ted Lasso, the game, yeah. sign me up. It's basically just FIFA manager or whatever. No, no, no. I'm but thinking like happy. a telltale type of like, oh. like narrative story <laughs> of you're just being Ted Lasso. Like, like, w- and it's a be- prequel. So it's like, didn't he, doesn't he like get divorced? Like, that's why he becomes. Yeah. So it's like the end of that relationship. It's kind of like a, it's oh, a better call Sauling. Super happy. Yeah. Super happy game. <laughs> that'll be. <laughs> I'm just saying like IP wise. <sighs> They uh, people love Ted I mean, Lasso. Yeah, yeah, they did love Ted Lasso. Uh, so yeah, it's cool, cool chips. They they look cool. I don't need it. Uh, I don't need it. I don't need it. He's saying I that, not looking at me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I literally like looked. I put it in my cart last night, and I was showing Lily. I was like, I could just trade in this one. I don't need it. I don't need it. And then I I didn't. So I've I've held off so far. I've held off. Good job. I don't have the money for it anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It doesn't matter. That's also part of it. Mostly, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only part. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, so, to to move off of Apple for a second, uh, <laughs> um, this is something we've actually talked about before, Danny. Like we we had, I think, like a year and a half ago, we talked. I feel like a long time about sports broadcasting yeah. and mm-hmm. like how the NBA specifically needs to shape up um, how, cause they're still broadcasting a 720p 1080i. Um, they're not even like pushing any, no, sorry. It is 720. It, it is yes. not 1080 in any way. Um, but France, you know, the country of meats and cheeses, uh, you know, that's, that's what I know about France. Never been. Um, they, they have the Eiffel Tower, which is something that's, that's tall. And mostly it's probably the bread and the cheese that I would be most interested in, in France. But now I actually might have a third reason. And if they switch to 4k broadcast TV with like the encoding HDR, HDR with the encoding that currently exists, like that, it is a, it's not like it's a. They're doing something far future, like in terms of the technology. It's like BT, whatever, SC, 
3.0, which like, yeah, everything can do that pretty easily. It's not like a huge, crazy thing to do. Um, but the problem is like a lot of places are just getting rid of tuner, uh, tuners entirely on their, uh, TVs and stuff. But like, yeah, if they can do that, I think that is such an interesting and cool thing that could make sports way better. Could also maybe even like bring back the idea of just like cable TV through that, that, you know, that one coaxial, you know, just like mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of all of the streaming things. Cause I think that's where it entices me. Cause I'm like, I'm already screwed with Comcast anyways. If I could get like everything 4K HDR, um, local channels, you know, like all of those things, if that's just where we go, that'd be awesome. And also to have that for for just the cost of an antenna, like that's the, specifically yeah, since yeah. I don't want to pay. But if that pushes the world to that, like it'd be awesome to have Super Bowl buy a twenty five dollar antenna. You have a 4K HDR Super Bowl. That's the craziest part to me about this move that France wants to do. It's all over the air. This isn't like some service that they're working with or cable package that like is available with. Like, no, this is literally an antenna like you would back in the day or like a digital antenna that most of them are built into your TVs now. But it's literally that over the air. So it'd be available. Yeah. I don't know why U.S. sports specifically, all the tech that they're constantly screaming about fucking aws mm-hmm. this and you know crazy super whatever crazy ass names they yeah. have for everything where it's like, you see that you see the the flight of that golf like ball 500 angle degrees yeah. of angles tennis the way that they track it on the court yeah. is like all of it's a lot insane high tech just the it's fact insane. that you can understand where a puck is and it's like hey um now watch that in 720p are you shitting me Fox yeah. specifically. It's like, <laughs> oh, what's like the most like let's let like a small court and also people moving really fast. Um, basketball. Okay, like let's make that the shittiest version of how we broadcast sports. It's it, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so that I am all in for. I watched. I paid for a month. Um, the 4K sports package, HDR on YouTube TV last year. For the World Cup. Mm. And that's how I was watching all the World Cup games. And I'm I'm honestly surprised. I'm honestly surprised. I No, I know why I canceled it. Because it was basically just through FS1. Right. FS1 and like the occasional ESPN stream would, would have it. But it looked so goddamn good. Yeah. Crispy. You could see the ball at all times. It felt like the field was right there. My brother-in-law came over to watch one of the Mexico games, and he was like, why are we watching this in English? I'm like, okay, let me switch over to the non-4K HDR stream. He's like, oh, this looks like ass. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, I think for, like 4K, the difference, because broadcast TV just isn't it. Like when you, it's so bad. When you get to Broadcast see it, TV is because so bad. like a Blu-ray with upsampling versus a 4K. Like when you know we're talking, TVs are good at upsampling, and like what you're seeing, that 720p is upsampled. Like they are 
processing it. The TV's processing it. And some of the TVs can be really, really good at it. But there's always going to be a little bit of artifacting. artifacting and you can only so make bad. something so much better from it. You can't literally make it the the other thing. That's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the data's not there. But, like, that, that is true. Like, when you say, like, oh, the field is right there. Like, that is what 4K feels like at normal viewing distances. It literally yeah. feels like that's where you are. Like, the Apple, like... Sorry to go back to Apple, but like uh, Apple TV's uh, 4K screensavers that you should definitely turn off from updating because it will eat your entire Xfinity budget uh, if you <laughs> forget to turn that off because they, they're like, yeah, it'll only be like 10 gigs a day because <laughs> like, they're doing like as high fidelity like 4K yeah, yeah, drone just video. Yeah, just a casual 500 gigs yeah, a month. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, dude, what? Uh, but it looks good as hell. It really looks yeah, good to sell. Looks great. And like the idea that TV, like watching the NBA finals, watching any NBA game, like it would be awesome because NBA games look like shit. <laughs> God, they're pretty rough. They are pretty rough. I think it's because of all the movement, all the back and forth. Exactly. Movement, yeah, there's just need... so much more processing. Yeah. yeah. Also, give us a high frame rate. What are you doing? Like, yeah. like, let's go. Sports is like the prime like, example of like, no, I want give me sixty, 60 frames FPS for fucking second. Let my <laughs> let my fucking TV upsample it with like a video game, VRR it to one twenty. Like, let me see yes. the minute yes. movement of these freaks. <laughs> <laughs> and we could we have that totally if we normal. moved to France. We are totally if we normal. moved to France, yeah. all we if have we to would, do is yeah, move to France. France. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Luckily, France is notoriously very good to to minorities. So, oh, they love minorities. And technically, <laughs> not being someone from France, I would be a minority as well. And I would be that's true. Like because they're like, wait, we you're white and you're not French. You're the worst of everything. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're like, Danny has an excuse. He's from Mexico, <laughs> but you're white. You should have been over here. You rube. You stupid idiot. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's... All right, sign me up. Let's go. We're moving to France. I'm telling you. I mean, okay. That sounds good. Bags. That sounds good. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me... God. We could only wish. We could only wish. The Over the air is, is the, the... That's the, the real... And the reason I was saying, like, then it will... Like, it will force, like, Comcast to go, okay, we have to get to 4K now. And then everything yeah. becomes 4K, just like the switch to like 1080, like HD, similar thing, broadcast over the air broadcasts, got it. And you're like, wait, if I do it through my Comcast, it looks worse because it was for there was like that like year where you could have an antenna and like have like a better version of like broadcast oh, yeah. TV. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Maybe this is like what could fuel that. I'm, I mean, yeah, whatever pushes them to actually give us a good product. TV, I, TV broadcasting is like the absolute worst. TV broadcasting is the absolute worst. And also, I like. We went too far the other way. I would like to just go back to paying one place. Yes, I agree. <laughs> like, Strong like, agree. Like it's it's too hard to just I want something to tell me what to do. And like the fact that's that the we thing were, I miss like, about cable TV, where it's just like when you didn't have streaming, you're just like, "This is your options." 
the fact that that we were unironically talking the other day like oh if you pay for this service i'll give you a login and then uh and then you give me your login for your other thing it's like oh this is already stop it is literally like we're selling drugs Mm -hmm. it's and it's all streaming yeah it it's it it's it it, because when you get caught you get in trouble <laughs> like it is literally like selling drugs we're taking this away we're <laughs> taking this away from you how dare you share this with other people that aren't also giving us money as we take away more content yeah. each time more and more it's ridiculous i yeah I, we can dream uh i will say 4k hdr sports it'd be sick and also just watching a movie man so cool. just just a movie so on cool. usa if they were able to give us a 4K edited version of Heat, I would watch Heat dozens of more times than I'm already going to watch Heat. And already, that's a lot of times watching Heat. You talk, The amount of times you talk about watching Heat is... How many times have you seen Heat? A lot more often. Once. Yeah, that's not enough times. Okay. You need to just keep and watching I, I it, and then you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. I'll never stop and, watching and Heat. And Lily has never seen it. So. You have... Come on, dude. It's right there. <laughs> Just don't tell her that it's like three and a half hours long. Do not tell her. Because what I've learned, wives, when you tell them how long a movie is you want to watch, they usually say, that's too long. <laughs> and I agree. But sometimes I, mean, yes, I would just like to, to trick you. Also, Heat 2, read the novel. <laughs> Oy. It's Oy. good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. We'll, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. Uh the the old Brandon, Joe Joe Biden, we did it, Joe. Uh, signing an AI Hunter's dad, I would order. say. That's how Hunter's I see him. Papa. <laughs> an AI executive order. Spencer, did you read this? I did not read it because I got to admit, uh, I really miss um, like Obama's writer. <laughs> uh, what was his name? John. Uh, he has like I, a I famous name that you think he's something different, John something, but he was a great writer of everything that Obama would communicate because man, was this a boring thing to read? <laughs> it's a very boring, uh, basically what it's, what this sums up as is, yeah, we just, we just gotta, you know, let whoever's using AI just let us know how you're using it and we'll trust you basically. And I guess we should teach people how to, how it works and how, how to use it. Um, This isn't like particularly appalling or anything like that. It's pretty basic. It's like, I think something needed to happen with AI um, just oversights at the very minimum. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, we're already seeing the use of AI, insane and people making shit up all the time um but here's here's the the tricky part um because i was reading this and i was like this is suspicious this this ai executive order feels and reads like it was written by ai like the the biden administration went to literally chat gpt and prompted what are some ai safeguards we should implement in the united states and also make sure to include minorities <laughs> somewhere in here. There has to be minorities in here. I'm, there has to be. I'm there has Joe to be. Biden. And I say that because there's like a weird like uh, ensure fairness. 
and and uh, and address algorithmic well, discrimination. I mean, technically, that's a good thing because at the be <laughs> yeah, I know. all of the AI stuff <laughs> like was really bad at people of color, and they, I'm was, glad that should be like a main it. law yes. of AI is like you have to figure out not like just non-white. just don't have only white people white. doing it. Just just have people that aren't white people doing it. How did you guys not figure this out? Literally, we're a hundred percent of you white. Come on, and and here's here's why here's why I I believe that right. Um, I was like I was reading through like some of these like bullet points. And I was like, man, this reads suspiciously like it was written by AI. Why? Why is this? Did you run it through and, an AI checker? Oh, I have not done that specifically. But uh, keep talking. I'll do that uh, next. No, 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 keep talking. You do that now. You do that yep. now. But it felt familiar because literally back in April, I prompted. And I have a screenshot for this. So I'm going to post this with the video clip uh, on TikTok or Instagram. Make sure to follow at the DMGT. Uh, I said in April, write a one minute script for a TikTok video describing what some safeguards against AI misuse the government could implement. So I'm going to read it off real quick. It's literally uh, a minute long and I'm going to read it word for word. It's very funny. So this is what ChatGPT responded with. Hey, TikTok fam, do you ever worry about the potential misuse of AI? Well, the good news is that the governments around the world are already taking steps to safeguard against it. One approach is to establish regulatory frameworks that require transparency and accountability from organizations that develop and deploy AI systems. This means ensuring that the algorithms used in these systems are explainable and auditable so that they can be held accountable for any unintended consequences. Another approach is to invest in education and training programs that teach people how to responsibly develop and use AI. This can help ensure that individuals are aware of the potential risks and challenges of AI and are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to use it in a safe and ethical manner. Additionally, governments can establish oversight bodies to monitor the use of AI and ensure that it is being used in compliance with established ethical and legal standards. I mean, it seems pretty similar to what I'm quickly skimming as I'm trying to copy and paste into an AI thing. It is scarily how... Like, obviously, you extrapolate some of this and, like, write a whole-ass executive order. But, like, let's look at some of these these high high levels. Uh, <laughs> the first bullet point. Required that developers of the most powerful AI systems share their safety test results and other critical information with the U.S. government. Develop standards, tools, and tests to help ensure AI systems are safe, secure, and trustworthy. This, you can't make this shit up. I can, I'm not making this up. This sounds exactly like the yeah. prompt that I got from ChatGPT. I have to do it in chunks, so I'm doing just like a good chunk. Let's see here. The results are coming. <laughs> this is human text. Oh, Damn it. Man. They got us. Oh, this is human text. Ah. Okay, all right. But someone right. was like, I don't know, trans- like looking at an AI <laughs> while they're doing it. Um, and Danny, just like how um, how familiar are you with executive orders and what they mean? Just because I think that's something we should probably touch on for the audience. That's a good point. Uh, very minimally. Okay. Okay. That that that's okay because they're yeah. weird. Uh, so, executive orders uh, are something that presidents have the authority to do from the executive branch as leader of the executive branch to change what has to happen in the government, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about them is the president is not 
designed, the presidency is not designed to be a unilateral force, at least if you're actually looking at the Constitution, because like war powers, like we could talk about that for like 25,000 right, right. podcasts. But um, but generally, like uh, the executive branch is is not supposed to be able to just do whatever they want. Right. That's why we have checks and balances. But the executive order is one type of action that the president has that doesn't have to necessarily go by um, Congress. But executive orders can be easily voted down by Congress. And so they yes. are not as binding as as they sometimes sound, right? It sounds really good, executive order. Um, example of this is uh, the Justice Department was talking to, to the Biden administration about student loan forgiveness. A lot of uh, the, the, the law of the land, literally lawyers and consultants around this were like, yeah, yeah, no, you could literally do an executive order and there's not really grounds to say no to it um, to forgive student loans. Like that is actually within what we believe the executive branch's power is. Um, of course, that was shot down by literally the Republicans only um, to keep people in poverty. But right, it got the conversation going a lot more about what we want to do with student loan um, and loan forgiveness. I think this might be a similar thing, right? Because what do we know about Congress? They're old as fuck. <laughs> and they have yeah. no idea about anything at all. Like, like we're no. talking, no, like they have the no last the like actual... Zuckerberg yeah. social media, whatever he was, had to talk <laughs> about like, how they literally like in oh, it man, didn't 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 like a, oh, a representative was... be like how like why can't I get into my Twitter and they're like oh you just have to like do it I think are you are you asking me like for a password reset <laughs> like there was something like that and that was like last year um, yeah it was really right bad. so like it was really we're bad. pretty we're in a pretty bad way uh, in terms of uh, the leaders of our country understanding the implications of really anything but also and specifically technology um so this could be a play to get it out there to the public to gain public sentiment you know going kind of into the election cycle here not that far away and yep. then if it gets stricken down it can become like a pillar of a re-election campaign because what is everyone scared about in some way regardless of what you think about anything else People are scared of AI. Yep. Everyone. Like from the crazy conspiracy theorists on either side to, you know, anyone. To straight up, yeah. that's what's holding up uh, a lot of the SAG AFTRA, the actor's strike is still ongoing, yeah. beca partly because of AI I mean, and how studios want to use it. it. It is effectively the next internet in terms of a leap yes. of how human existence will be. Yes. And like with the internet it's going to be extremely complicated extremely quickly and far outgrow any regulation you can give it and then there will be terrible things that will only benefit humongous companies and countries um but remember the early internet that shit was fun early internet was fun. like we might get a early ai like before it murders us because it will it will if we let it, it will, because we're bad. <laughs> like, like, it just will have to. It felt uh, like we had a, like a, 
like a flash in the pan moment of fun with with AI. It was so short, and then and it was so short. So I don't. I hope the moment hasn't passed, but maybe it would be fun. But you're right. It's uh, this this executive order is like kind of bare bones. I, I will say at least at least you know it's being considered. It's like the fastest I, I would say. <laughs> The, the government has, like, I mean, appropriately we're, yeah, we're only gauged what, some level of technology. Six months after, like, it really blew up in, like, March. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll, you know, I'll fair, I'll give min- minuscule amount of credit, considering all things considered. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it feels like a decent first step. I think there still needs to be yeah. a lot more responsible oversight with how yeah and especially like whatever whatever we did with like machine like the industrial revolution and like automation of you know things that humans were doing actively Mm -hmm. there needs to be better a better safeguards than there were that what's missing in this executive order creating the need and what will become a basic necessity for universal income because as jobs replace more than it jobs like everyone's jobs everyone's like literally everyone's like i'm not being facetious here like every job that exists right now could be gone and that's a good thing because then we would not have to do it like that's that's kind of the whole point of like technology that's what it's supposed to be for yeah (laughs) (laughs) to have not people do it so you can do the fun stuff of life. Yeah. There's there's just so few reasons. <laughs> there's a there was a this this clip going kind of viral on, on Twitter about uh some girl that was like, Hey, I just graduated and I just like got my first nine to five and she's crying and she's like like literally a weekend, like I just realized that I have to do this shit for the rest of my it's life. So it's so it's so upsetting. <laughs> and like I a hate seeing videos like and, that. I hate it. A lot of replies and like cult chiefs are like, aha, welcome to the real world. Just like a lot of people being like really obtuse and stuff. And I'm like, hey, no, you, why do you want this? I, that's the thing. Why man, would you want this? This, this constantly gets me a little bit in trouble in my, lo- my work life of like, <laughs> this is like against you, like playing against yourself by being yeah. like, I mean, welcome I've, to the real I've world. I've literally told bosses I've had in my career. That they're like, what's your career goal? My career goal is to sit down. <laughs> and then they go, what? And I'm like, my career goal is to not work. That's my career goal. I want to get as quickly as possible to that point. That's my only goal. No other yeah. goal exists for me. Like, I like, and it, it's just because, like, I don't know. I didn't, like, be- I don't know. I didn't go to school to become an astronaut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just went to school to live my life. Like, <laughs> it's it's like it's nuts and it's like yeah yeah um whatever it's it's definitely gonna be fine <laughs> boy every time we talk about ai dude, man, it super bums time. us out because like we <laughs> obviously don't talk about this with anyone else because no, no. people don't like hearing this stuff about things that they don't understand and we barely understand it but yeah, but yeah, we know enough yeah. about <laughs> we know enough that it's dangerous. 
we might be on a list somewhere, Spencer. So uh, uh, we'll see if we'll wouldn't see be the first time, won't be the last time. That's fair. That's fair. Come on, that's totally true. Come on, who cares? Uh, <laughs> Obviously, we're on lists. Everyone's on lists. Nothing's private, y'all. Spencer, I was here in twenty tw- summer twenty twenty. Okay, <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, I'm being watched. I'm one hundred percent being watched. Uh, <laughs> there was a moment, and there was like, oh shit, I gotta. Stop talking. Oh, yeah. You uh, were going hard. You were going really hard. That was pretty fun. I was going really yeah, yeah. hard. It was uh, mad. Whoop. Oh, yeah. All you right. got a check-in text um, for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was in Australia. And I was like, hey, hey, uh, you good? <laughs> not really. The answer was, no. Obviously not. <laughs> no. Like, not even a little bit. Just saying, like, maybe take one breath. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, that's AI, it. folks. That's it. We're done. We're going to end it on a high note. Uh, end on a high note. Play more Spider-Man. Yeah. Play Honestly, the AI in that game is so dang good. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>